Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 262nd film from 2020. It's the Indian Hindi language biographical drama Gunjan Saxena, The Cargill Girl, directed by Sharan Sharma, starring Jahiv Kapoor, Pankaj Tripathi and Angad Betty. I'm Jesse. I'm writing here solo for this episode. As always, <laughs> this episode, as always, if uh, you are keen on checking this film out and don't want it spoiled for you, please give us a pause now. Come back a bit later on because we'll talk about this film in a little bit of uh, detail. And as always, we do start the show with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one's about a girl needing to overcome a male dominated society to become a pilot. Inspirational story, true story, based on a true story, and we probably will sort of uh, talk about the real life person and and how this film got put together through the intro to our show. So let's let's get into it. I guess the this film, uh, principal photography, started in Feb of 2019 and went right through till October. So quite a long production there. The film was scheduled to release theatrically on the 13th of March 2020. Um, as we've seen with so many of the films we're covering at the moment, was postponed to the 24th of April, 2020, but COVID continued um, and the film's theatrical release was put on hold. Um, So the digital streaming rights were acquired by Netflix and then on the 9th of June, 2020, Netflix released a teaser video introducing Gunjan Saxena and also announcing the film's release date of the 12th of August, 2020. This is based on an autobiography called The Cargill Girl and this was released alongside the movie by Penguin Publishers, which was actually co-written um, by um, Gunjan Saxena with uh, Kiran Navan. So a, an autobiographical book came out at the same time as this film. The, the shooting of this film, they planned to shoot a few scenes in London, um, but they had to change the location to Georgia. So we saw a lot of, uh, there's, there's a lot of um, scenes where the, the helicopters and, are up in the sky and these were shot in high altitude regions of Georgia in the northeastern part of the country in this town called Kazbegi. And the town is a mountainous area set 5,700 feet above the sea level. And the the, the actors, um, Janvi Kapoor and Angad Betty, they maintain their fitness by actually having a personal coach uh, work with them throughout the making of this film. The Indian Air Force, they weren't too impressed with this film. Um, They sent a letter to Netflix and the production company Dharma stating that um, they were assured that the story would encourage young people to join the Air Force. But on release, uh, the Indian Air Force believed that the film showed them in a negative light, and the actual, you know, um, complaint went to the Delhi High Court. Uh, the film, it, it looks like, because the film was released, there wasn't much that could be done um, in, you know, getting the film taken down or anything like that. So, uh, quite a bit of controversy around the release of the film, as well as the actual facts around Gunjan Saxena's story. There was this pilot called Travita Rajan, her fellow pilot who posted on her Facebook claiming that she was actually the first woman to pilot a flight in Cargill before Gunjan came to um, to that, that camp that we see in the film. Rajan said that um, you know, she'd never claimed credit because of her strong belief in gender equality and she also stated that the heroic acts um, show a lot of cinematic license in this film. So a little bit of controversy around this film. Saxena did reply to these um, these claims and said that she and Rajan, they weren't stationed together at all during the cargo operation. They didn't fly together. And then during this media interaction arranged by the Indian Air Force towards the end of the actual conflict in real life in Kargil, um, Saxena's name was projected as the first woman to fly 
the IAF in a combat zone. So a little bit of contention around the actual story and who was the first female pilot to uh, fly in the Air Force. This film also did cop a little bit of criticism. Um, there was this campaign put together targeting the film and its producer, Karan Johar, for supporting nepotism by casting Javi Kapoor, who is the daughter of actress Sri Devi and producer Boney Kapoor in this film. So unfortunately, this film did have a little bit of, uh, a few little issues along the way. This film across the world, what are the translations saying? In French, it's called Gungeon Sexena, A Pilot at War. In Greek, it's called Gungeon Sexena, The Girl of the Edders. In Japanese, it's called Gungeon Sixena, Flying on a Dream. Quite a nice title, that one. And the final one in Romanian, it's called Give Wings to the Dream. And this film is obviously about chasing your dreams and doing the right thing. We'll talk about that soon when we talk about the film. As I mentioned before, this uh, this was released on Netflix on the 12th of August, 2020. It was filmed um, in Georgia, as touched on, and also around India too. This was pretty successful across the Indian awards circuit. It had six wins and a further 15 nominations. This included the Filmfare Awards, the Critic Choice Awards in India, where Pankaj Tripathi won Best Supporting Actor at the IVM Digital Awards, the Hitlist OTT Awards, Indian Film and TV Awards, the Indian Tele Streaming Awards, FOI Online Awards, and the Masala Awards. So quite, um, quite well received at awards or nominations anyway. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film then? So, Rotten Tomatoes. This actually sits at 100%. That's on 16 reviews, so it's fresh, but only 16 reviews. Audience, however, a lot, lot lower. Sits at 25%. That's on more than 250 ratings. On IMDb, sits at a 5.5 out of 10 on about 35,000 ratings. Letterboxd, it's fairly high. Sits at a 3.3 out of 5, but that's on a bit under 3,000 ratings. Been logged by about nearly 4,500 people. So. You know, a bit of a mixed bag, some positives there, some negatives there. Netflix gave me a percentage match for this film, 65%. So when we look at these, sometimes when you, you get a recommendation by Netflix, uh, you don't often see lower ones. So 65 to me is, is a little bit low, but what are my early thoughts, I guess, on this one? Um, I think, you know, it's a nice enough film. There's some good moments um, throughout, some nice family moments i guess more about the the daughter and father connection but there are some moments that are a bit cringe uh, but it is good to see this sort of film come from netflix you know a biopic um as a netflix international picture so yeah it's it's sort of the middle of the range for me. nothing too bad but nothing too great uh, let's talk about the characters so there's a lot of characters in this film but i think that the main ones you got to focus on are obviously gun jun who is our main character this is the girl that is super ambitious since she was a little kid, she's wanted to fly. Um, and the positive for her is that she's got this super supportive father in a super um, male patriarch dominated sort of world. Um, and, you know, everyone in the world, in her world anyway, expects her to take on the, the societal role of being a homekeeper or, or studying and putting, to you know, to become a doctor or things like that. So, you know, um, I think it's really nice to see her father, who we'll probably talk about soon, sort of tells her to follow her dreams, do what she wants to do. Because in her life, she's constantly faced with men who leave her out, ignore her, um, or complain about her. And it's quite sad to see at times that, you know, this is only 30 years ago that these sorts of things were happening um, in India and, and possibly, you know, being made in 2020, maybe it's still reflecting some of the, the thoughts in the current stage too. Um, her dad, Papa, um, or Anyup, one of my favorite father characters I reckon I've seen in a film in a long time. Just that idea I mentioned when I was talking about Gungeon that, you know, he instills in his daughter that she can be anything she likes and he doesn't let any obstacle get in her way and he'll support her no matter what. And we sort of have her brother as the, the opposing one and she refers to him as Dada. Um, I think his name was Ushman, uh, an Ushman. 
And we see him grow up with Gunjan as well, from a young boy to an adult. He doesn't believe in his sister's dreams and he wants her to, to fit into society. And he tries to shut her dreams down. You know, even though um, it's tough because I don't think her, the father, their father, seems like the kind of guy who would have put this, like, who would um, influence these ideas on his son. So it's interesting to sort of think about him as a, as a son. Where is he getting these ideas from? Because his father's definitely not that sort of person. Um, he's in the military himself. The dad was in the military. So it's a bit of a family connection too. And, and he does try his best to protect his sister, but sort of falls into that trap of being a man who doesn't support her. So, um, you know, and it's a good um, conflict, conflicting character compared to the father. Um, the director, Sharon Shamar. Feature debut, two movies coming up. So interesting to see what they're like. But, uh, you know, as, as we see with Netflix, often give first-time directors a, a shot at making a film. Uh, some scenes. Let's talk about some scenes that I liked and, and then some ones that I didn't like. So I think the montage-like elements of Gungeon trying to get into the Delhi Flying School, really, really nice. They sort of showed repeatedly how she was shut out. So whether it was, you know, she sat down with this man and every time she went back, the requirements of what she needed to do to get in changed. And, you know, whether that be her grades not being good enough or not completing enough years of school or college or, or the price increasing. I thought that was really well done. I think uh, there's this scene where where Papa gives Gunjan a newspaper and it's got she's lying in bed, gives her the paper and there's this ad for uh, women to apply for the Air Force and he sort of hints at her to talk to the mum about it at the table and then, you know, the dad's acting all surprised. Oh, wow, where did you hear about this? I thought that was funny and a nice little father-daughter uh, father moment. There's a scene where the dad sits with the son and the son comes over and he, he wants to have a drink and the son's... Um, trying to to tell dad that you know his support of of his daughter Gunjan isn't good for her and then the dad sort of shuts him off and says I don't want to have a drink with you really I thought that was really good showed that you know the dad wasn't going to move from from his thoughts uh Gunjan proves herself at school and it gets it does get a little bit repetitive but I like the ideas where she challenges the boss you know this big assembly and he's asking the people in the school you know what color is this and and she's the only one that stands up and, and challenges him so I thought that was really good and then the same as this another test where, where the soldiers the women soldiers are told to stand on this table at a window and they're told to jump and all the women are like looking crazily why would I jump and then Gunjan uses her mind and and jumps on the spot so I thought that was really clever uh, the first scene of all the men at the Air Force, uh, their masculinity, their dirty posters, their dirty magazines, didn't really like that, but I like they're told to clean up their act, and then one guy sort of like, uh, you know, uh, makes this comment, there's a poster of Pamela Anderson, and he's like, why are you punishing Miss Pamela? I thought that was funny, I thought that was very funny. Uh, I like the guy who comes along and tests Gungeon with her flying and actually um, develops her skills, I thought he was good. Uh, Gungeon sort of succumbs and, and, you know, realizes all the challenges that she's got to face and come up against. And she sort of, um, you know, says to her dad, maybe it's time that I do get married. And then the dad takes her to the kitchen, sort of shows her all the ingredients in the kitchen, like, you know, cook, show me how to cook. And, and she doesn't know how to do it. And he sort of has this message about, you know, you shouldn't give up on your dreams. And, and the solution, it's not to lock yourself in a cage, but to keep doing what you want to do, keep flying. I liked that message. Uh, finally, there's this scene when both the kids are off fighting in the war and, and it's obviously big news on television and the parents are, are sitting with other people around the TV watching it and this other family sort of asks them, you know, how could you send both your kids to war? And the mum says, if everyone started thinking like you, who would protect our country? And it's nice to see her finally come around because she'd been so against, um, especially Gunjan going off to, to fight anyway. And then the dad just has a smile. So it's nice for him to see, you know, she's come around. So I thought that was good. What are some things I didn't like? I think that while it's important to set Gungeon up as a character, uh, the whole her 
going into the cockpit of the plane as a kid with this uplifting music and her brother telling her, you know, you can't be a pilot. And, and sort of the brother gives her a dish and says, you know, serve. I, I thought that was a bit too much, a bit on the nose. I think the, the montage of Gunjan working with her dad on losing weight, it was nice, but went on way too long. And some of the other montages too, there was like ones with training with her being depressed. They, they played a song and then they just went on too long. So that was a little bit repetitive. And I really, really didn't like the arm wrestle between Gunjan and Shakar. I know there's a scene at the end where they sort of um, make up by by doing it, but he beats her over and over again until she cries. And then the men throw tissues at her. It was just, I, I, I didn't need to see that on screen, I think. Um, all right. Themes, ideas, what's the film saying? Obviously, the idea of discrimination. Um, you know, what women face in a man's world. The idea of sexism in the world, in the workforce, um, in society. The expectations in some societies about marriage and having kids. But in the other side, you know, standing up, doing what you want to do. Even if you have to overcome heaps and heaps of odds and, and following your dreams. Working hard, being rewarded when you, like, you know, being rewarded for your hard work and, and success as well. And I think we see this as well, no regrets. You gotta speak up, say what you think, do what you think, because if you don't, you never know what you're missing out on. Um, Father-daughter relationship, you know, I really, really enjoyed that those, those parts of this film. I thought that was so well done um, because the idea of believing in your child, no matter what, even if it looks ridiculous, supporting, Supporting them, really like that too. And they do touch on, you know, through the idea of, of war um, in this film, the idea of patriotism and, and what does it mean? Because it's different for everyone. Um, it doesn't have to be wearing a, a flag or tattoos or saying slogans. You can do it in your own individual way too. Okay, what did I take away from this film? I think this is from right at the start of the film. There's this huge disclaimer at the start of the film that was pretty full on. Um, and it sort of finished with, I think it was like the producer, the director, artists, or anyone associated with the film are all law-abiding citizens and have not created this film to incite any disorder or lawlessness. Wow, I thought that was a really interesting way to start a film. Um, and prior to this film, I guess I wasn't aware that um, that this was going to be about the military activity against pa Pakistan. Um, but I also didn't realize that this is something that probably still needs to be stated in a film. Um, that, you know, that obviously there's still ongoing tension, but I just thought that was a really interesting way to start the film too. All right, I think I'm ready to wrap this up. So give the film a rating out of five. For me, I think this this film, it, it doesn't really break any new ground in that biopic genre, but it's still a nice enough story to follow. Some real effective shots up in the sky as well that I probably didn't really touch on, but that father and daughter relationship is that thing that I really liked in here. Really nice performances there. I'm giving this a three out of five for me. So three out of five. We're on socials. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and X, which is uh, formerly known as Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Um, the post I'm going to put up for this episode or the question is, does flying a plane interest you? For me, definitely not. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I don't have any interest in space or anything like that. Aviation, no, it doesn't interest me at all. So I know there's some people that probably would, but it doesn't interest me at all. Uh, we're back next week. We've got another 2020 film next week, and it's sort of switching up genres quite a bit. Next week, we've got a science fiction action film called Project Power. This is directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schumann. It stars Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominic Fishback, Rodrigo Santoro, Colson Baker, Alan Malandano, Amy Landecker, and Courtney B. Vance. Big cast, sci-fi film. I remember when this one came out, but have little context around it, so quite excited to, to check that one out. As always, thanks for listening to this one. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't seen this film and you've stayed through, and maybe give it a shot and see what you think. Other than that, I'll see you next week.